Hey guys, I'm Ava and I'm Lana and you're listening to the newest episode of Nothing, Nothing That, that concerns, concerns You. Welcome back to episode 14 of this podcast. We're really glad you came. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, <Jill. laughs> Oh fuck. Hey guys, welcome back. <laughs> so, that's it. Mm-hmm. so serious. Welcome back. To, to the news. To Welcome the news. To the news at nine. I'm. That's our local tent. That come to my brain. That's good. Yeah. Oh, fuck. What a start, eh? What a start. We're already crying. Okay. So we're going to talk about this week. God. <laughs> Which is how we haven't seen each other in a few days. <laughs> so we're doing a weekly lined up. Um, <laughs> do you want to get started, sister? Did you, did you make notes this time? I did make notes, but my phone is on the recorder. So okay. it's just coming from pure memory. So wow. good luck, guys. But we did nothing. No. Jokes, jokes, jokes. Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> no, so... This week, so we'll be starting from Wednesday. Because yeah, sure, totally. That's my week. Totally. <laughs> from when you last heard. Yeah. So I was minding my cousins, collecting them from school, being a mom, <laughs> and like I just r- realized like how much small talk you have to make at a school gate. Like yeah. it's a bit mad. I hate small talk. Like, I hate small talk too. I get so get, in my head about I'm like, it. And I'm I'd like, rather just say, say fucking nothing. Yeah. I'd rather stand here on my own. Yeah. So would I. I'd love that. Yeah, so it was just a bit like there was one or two people and like the, you know that they're the nicest people in the world yeah. and I was like, I just don't want to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> because it's it's kind of awkward because I'm the cousin. I'm not the mom. Yeah. So it's like, so are you working? And I'm like, no. Yeah. Like, you know, that kind of way. So anyway, so I picked them up and that was fine and it was a fucking... Busy, busy day, dropping them to soccer, getting them God, food, life's get, getting the homework done. Like, you know, it's... And momming it up. Momming it up. And especially when you have a little seven or eight-year-old who has so much homework. It's like tables and spellings. How dare they? <laughs> so, did it in 10 minutes and they were grand. But then uh, throughout the week, it was kind of like... I was really just trying to sort myself out. I was like redoing CVs and like trying to keep up on top of emails because I'm so bad at emails and just kind of general shit. Life admin. Yeah, life admin. Correct. Laundry. So much laundry. Searching for graduation outfits. Guys, it's been a struggle. It has been a struggle. Um, I don't know. Did I say this last week? I can't remember. But I ordered a dress off Odd Muse. And I was like so delighted. It's not going to be here till the freaking 10th of November. And yeah. our graduation's before that. Yeah, it is. So it's now like I have to before. hunt again for another outfit. And you ordered that ages ago, Eva. In September. No. The 22nd of September, I ordered that. That's bad. So. And there's uh, lots of people, definitely, because I even went into River Island um, during the weekend and we kind of just went for a little look around and. 
I was like, oh, I'll try on this jumpsuit. It was a red one. And it was really nice. And whatever way it kind of sat on my shoulders, it just didn't look right. And I was like, okay, fine. But every second person and their mother was in there looking for an outfit. Really? For graduation. That'd be great for graduation. Do you think the pants would be nice for graduation? Yeah. And what heels would you wear, that, wear with that for graduation? And I was like, oh my God, this is my first time ever hearing people talking about it. Yeah. And I know it's because like... You're thinking of it yourself. Yeah. But I would... I don't know. I just never heard people going on about it, you know. Yeah. Um, but like, I remember when we were in, we were in college and we were like, I'm definitely buying something from House of CB. For I graduation. D- for graduation. I am definitely buying something from wherever, from House of CB, or <laughs> for graduation. And we had like, I think it was the last few weeks we were like looking stuff up and it's so expensive. House it of CB is, is so, so expensive. expensive. And especially when it's coming to Ireland, it's like an extra 80 euro on top of the price of the dress or whatever it Where is. Where did you get that figure from? I try, I, I, um, I went I went to go get something. Remember that... 80 euro for what? Shipping. When I went and looked at, shipping's free. Well, it was like customs or something like that because just say, I think the dress was 210. Now I know that's extortionate money but the money money and <laughs> I was like uh, right okay but I said it's my graduation it's fine or it was for my birthday I was going getting that kind of like mid-length dress the kind of beige one so pretty and it would then they added like 80 euro on top of it and I was like why is it nearly like 300 euro now well I was literally this close to checking out on something and shipping was free maybe it was because it was under a certain amount of money maybe like, maybe if it's like 100 or 250 it's free maybe because you were buying two things weren't you I was you? buying two things yeah Miss Capital over here. Miss Capital. <laughs> we'll see. I'll, 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 yeah, I think I will just buy it and then try on each one and yeah. see. It's it's a trial and error. So annoying, though, the amount of times you have to just buy a load of stuff and then it's like, I hate all of it. Yeah, fuck's sake. And there's nowhere like in Waterford to like look. No, there's nowhere. So it's I went really even is. into Shaw's upstairs. Yeah, but they have a mango up there. They do, but they don't even have that much. No, they don't. Like they don't have the cute shoes. They don't have the cute bags. No. They don't have anything. I wanted the red bag. Yeah. N- not there. Yeah. Mango is... On point for bags right now. Yeah, so good. They those uh, cherry coloured heels. Yeah. Oh my god, stop it. Ava actually has the nails off. Yeah, them. I got my nails done this week, guys. Got them like shortened down. They were so freaking long. So we got like kind of cherry, not really. Like, what would you, whiny red? Burgundy. Yeah, burgundy. Burgundy. Coloured nails right now. And I was asking her for graduation yeah. about getting the chrome Hailey Bieber yeah. nails. What are they called? Glazed donut nails. Yes. And she was like, yeah, no, totally, we do it. But um, like the glaze is kind of difficult to get right. She said sometimes if it's too sticky underneath, it just sticks. Other times if it's not sticky enough, it just floats off. And so oh. sometimes the, the fingers aren't consistent. And I was like, I do not want inconsistent fingers for my graduation. graduation. Yeah, the pictures you're going to have for a while. So now I have to go back to the drawing board. Maybe I'll just do French tip or something. I'm doing French tip. Yeah, I think so. Because I've ordered, what I've ordered is quite neutral for my outfit. Mm. And it's kind of like a co type thing. So I kind of wanted the pop of colour 
come with either the shoes and the nails. Oh, so you're doing a coloury French tip? Yes. Oh, I'm I think doing, red. I'm going to do a white French tip. Nice. I think. I think I might do a red or a dark. Like this kind of? Yeah, tip. Yeah. I just love the way the tips look. Yeah, they look gorgeous. They're just so elegant. And what I love is that, like, I don't get my nails all, all the time. I do these myself. So the fact that when it grows out, it doesn't look as obvious. True. You know, between colour and yeah, your, your actual nail. But anyway, back to what we were saying. Yeah. We went for like, it's it's kind of like a nearly force of habit. But when we, myself and Sam, like get a bit bored or whatever, we're like, will we go to Harvey Norman? I fucking love Harvey Norman. Mm-hmm. Going around t- uh, rating the couches. Mm, this is a four. We tried that last time and that's a four. So there's no point trying it again. Went around the whole way. Even <laughs> even to the TVs. That TV is 600 euro and it's so tiny. And that one's a thousand and that's massive. I know. Crazy. Some, I That am, dishwasher over that one. <laughs> I'm on a um, room renovation hype at the moment. I've been really inspired to make my room more ladylike. <laughs> so I have these visions of colours and vibes. And Was that the picture you sent or you showed me of the floor? Yeah, that kind yeah, of vision. That's beautiful. Kind of navy grey. See, I want to keep the rug. I have a navy yeah. rug as it is. So yeah. kind of neutral tones with a hint of navy is what we're going want to for. Want to do my room too. <laughs> and I want to do panelling on the yeah. wall. So I um, got my builder friend to help me out here. <laughs> I got Morris <laughs> to do the numbers and the measurements and stuff. And we went into Morris's. Fuck me. Things are so expensive. I'm like, how do people do their houses? Up on the reg like that. You know those radiator covers? Yeah. They're so expensive. Yeah, they are. They're like 200 euro. I thought you were going to say 50. 200 euro (laughs) for a radiator cover. I was like, oh my God, I know for a fact when I go to get a house, it's going to be expensive. Because I like expensive things. I do too. We've been raised with a mom who likes aesthetic things yeah. and now we're kind of fucked up, aren't but we? But you can do it on a cheaper way. You can. Yeah. Like DIY and all that jazz. Yeah. But, yeah. Well, you can't really DIY things that you don't have. Like, you can't... How do you DIY a radio... A radio? <laughs> a radiator cover. Well, like, that's not a necessity, really. I know, I'm just saying. <laughs> if you got, like, cute radiators, you wouldn't have to do that. But, like, yeah. even, like, you know, the way door handles or light switches and... Mm. I'm like, jeekers, it's expensive. I know. I think I heard someone say recently about them putting an extra 10 plugs in a house and it costs, like, 200 euro or something. I'd say it costs more. What the hell? Plugs. Then I was looking at Ikea. I really want to do an Ikea trip soon. Yeah. If, if we weren't going to be going to that hotel this weekend, I mm. would have done an Ikea trip. But we are. <laughs> I'm going to Kildare on Friday. Kildare <gasps> Village. Oh, I'm so jealous. I've been dying to go. I'm going yeah. with Sinead and Emma though in November. So. Okay. And me and Sinead were both like, it's going to be Gratu- after our graduation. I know. And we're I like, want I a red bag. We were kind of like, I want to treat myself. I want to treat and myself. And the fact that so. Sinead will be there doing it too, I'm more yeah. inclined to yeah, do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we'll see. I we'll always see. said for my graduation gift to myself, I was buying a bag. Yeah, so for, did, so for did years. I. Years. So might have a little look in Kochi. Yeah, Kochi <laughs> I did when I was in Dublin last week. I just went for a look because I went up on the train. That's what I did. Oh, yeah. I went up on the train and I. It was about the graduation outfits because I did see something in H&M and they said that it was in that store. In the store and it was near the one Trinity. Week I wasn't in Dublin. I could have literally gotten it for her. Yeah. But anyway. 
um, went in and your man was like, oh no, that sold out like a good few days ago. And I was like, why does it say on your... I said to myself, obviously, not yeah. to him. Why? <laughs> to him, you're like, um, sure, no problem. Yeah. Like, oh, oh, no bother. And then I was like nearly crying inside. Made the whole trip just to go get this outfit. I know. But anyway, I had a good... I had a nice time. Like, yeah. it's nice to go around Dublin, you know, and yeah. have like your headphones on and just... Anyway, get back on track. Yeah, Bag. Sorry. Bag. And I went into Arnott's and I went over to the coach section. Okay. And it, there was a really nice one. Now, it was like... Brown and beige, it's not the same shape as the one we have. Right. Um, and either of them. And it's kind of, it's much more of a shoulder bag, but it was like fabric material. Okay. But it was a pattern. Yes, I can visualise. It was, I didn't realise how expensive it was until I came home and looked it up. But I think it was like a thousand euro. What? Yeah. That's unlike them. Yeah, it Are is. Are you sure? No. No. But it was much more. Much more like expensive. you know the one that you and me have. Yeah, that shape. We got the Alana brought those back from America and the outlets. Like literally, I swear, Ava's not one, even half price. Like Ava's was seventy five euro. No, it wasn't it? Was seventy five dollars? What the fuck? Like and they're four hundred dollars. They're nearly five hundred euro. euro on Here. the website. That shape bag. Yeah. They are. I looked them up. Now you wouldn't get that kind of discount in Kildare Village, no. but you'd still get a discount. Yeah, which is. The most important thing. Yeah, that's and then we got your twenty first birthday bag oh, there, yeah. and that was on discount as well. Yeah, so so like there's no there's point. no I wouldn't justify it buying no. it in like Arnott's or Brown Thomas. No, even I know a load of people are like, oh, but the amount of times I'd wear it, and it's true, you do wear it so much. Uh, it's the only two bags I wear. Me too, and they're really good quality, everything like that. But it's just like very hard to throw out the same amount of money you'd spend on a holiday. Yeah, true on a bag. You know, yeah. I just, I think no matter like in the future, whatever, how successful this podcast gets, <laughs> I just wouldn't, I, I don't yeah, think I'd I be able to justify, I, don't I think, feel so yeah. guilty, like even buying that dress or that outfit that I have for graduation, something that I worked hard for. And you'll probably I'm wear it again. over. <laughs> yeah, I know. And also like, like those Chanel bags are like 14 grand. Yeah. 14 grand like. So hard. What kind of a holiday would you go on for fourteen grand? Oh my god! It costs it costs us like two thousand euro. Well, a thousand euro each to go to New York. I know. And what what kind of holiday would you yeah. go for fourteen grand? Travel the world, literally. So it's just it's a difficult one to justify. It but is. I don't know. It's it's a bit funny, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, loved Dublin. Went to Wagamama's. Yes. Ava recommended Wagamama's, and we're on a kind of ramen hype at the yeah, moment. Yeah. Like dumplings Asian and stuff. Remember we were talking about that actually yeah. for a lecture picnic. So I was like really craving, it and I had a bit of cold of a cold last week. I kind of still do a little bit, but you can really hear it in the podcast. You and actually can, can't you? Yeah, I could really hear. It. I was like. Um, but then I had like a big bowl of it was like a ramen yeah and it was a soup ramen but it was so spicy I was like can I have another glass of water please <laughs> can I have another glass of water I, on the bill it said five glasses of water now they didn't they didn't charge me for it but it, they wrote it down and I was like I'm embarrassed <laughs> but it had dumplings in it noodles the big fat udon noodles uh, pa- Pak Choi, like loads of different mm. stuff. It was incredible. And now I sat there by myself and I put my earphones in and I was watching New York. <laughs> Did you really? <laughs> It was such a nice date. Um, I went to the spa on Saturday. Oh, yes. 
It was a birthday present from my friends. So that was really nice. We went to the Cliff House in Ardmore. It was gorgeous. Yeah. Um, so the treatment was like a 20 minute massage. Nice. Sh- head, shoulder, neck. Oh my God. The, sh- the head and they like pull on the hairs on your scalp. And then I could feel, I could literally feel her rubbing over the lumps in my shoulders. Yeah. I was like, I need to go for knots, more massages. Like- yeah, the knots. Yeah. Um, and then you get into, you can pick what bath you want. So it's seaweed peat or oil and salt so I did seaweed bath and it was gorgeous and you're outside and you're looking out at the sea and you're sitting in this copper like bath wow and was there like five baths or was there only three? two they only do two and two oh. so Emma was on her own because oh. she went peat yeah. I mean but Sinead but went seaweed but she didn't really mind because she said sometimes hot baths can like give her a headache okay. so she got out a little earlier and came up to us okay okay and what is like the peat one like do you know what it I don't I I tried to ask her and she said it was hard to tell because the copper bath you can't really tell okay. the colour yeah but um, I assume just like peat moss in the bath okay and the seaweed the seaweed was my one and yeah. it was like in a net was it slimy no because oh. it was in a net okay. so it was like it was like a tea bag almost oh, like Sinead nice. lifted up her one and it was like oozing like this gooey liquid that was oh like you'd rub in yeah wow. so it was I'd lovely yeah and then obviously you got to use like the pool as well and okay. they had an outdoor hot tub too so wow I would recommend you, I wouldn't have thought of that place yeah it was nice now and did you get lunch or whatever oh yeah then we went to Dungarvan and got lunch okay yeah That's, so. and is it far from Dungarvan I, no, you have to pass Dungarvan to get there. Okay. So it was like on our way back anyway. I okay. think it's 20 minutes. Nice, nice. Yeah, so. Very good. That sounds lovely. Yeah, it was lovely. So you're now on a massage hype. Yeah, I am on a massage hype. Relax and rejuvenated. Yeah, because like the thing is, we look after our skin, you're like, oh, I need to get that moisturizer and I need to get this. But then our whole body is yeah. like aching from things and yeah. like sitting at computers sitting at and desks, stuff. Yeah. Or, or like going for runs or whatever. Not like we do, but <laughs> just, you know, in general. But then I always find it really hard to justify if I'm like, oh, that's 50 euro for a massage. My whole body needs it. Yeah. And I feel amazing and it's the best hour ever. Yeah. Like, why am I so stingy with I'm that? I'm definitely going to, after that place I looked up, and they, those were affordable massages. Yeah. So I'm going to do that. That's nice. That's nice. Is your Song. What's yeah. that from? Again? Alexandra Burke. Oh, yes. Hello, guys. So, <laughs> hello, guys. Um, for um, top. No, rumor no. has it. Mm, rumor has it. <laughs> we are going to be talking about something that um the household has become obsessed with. Yeah, we put it on our stories actually, and a lot of people said that they are watching it. Yeah, so. it's the Beckham documentary on Netflix. Woo-hoo. Now you might be thinking. Beckham, isn't that guy like a soccer player or something? (laughs) (laughs) That is totally not my interest. I do not want to watch soccer. Me either. But it's actually so good. Very pop culture reference-y. It talks about the wife and, you know, being a Spice Girl, their whole relationship. And it's actually just so interesting. So if you think, oh, that's not for me, it is. It's kind of for everyone, really, isn't it? Yeah, it is, it is. It's just really interesting to see the backstory behind, like, you know, a lot of stuff that happened, you know, and like, I don't think, I think a lot of people forgot about that, to be honest. Well, like, for us anyway, we weren't, we weren't alive. No. So I didn't even know about it. I didn't either. (laughs) So it's just interesting. So we thought we would talk about it and because we had a lot to say. Yeah. 
So it kind of starts out by, like, I'm not obviously going to ruin it for everybody, but just go watch it. If you haven't watched it or you don't tend on watching it, listen away. But if you haven't watched it, kind of pause here, go watch it, parts of it even, and come back to us because we are going to talk into depth about it um, because we're both finished it now. Yeah. And we, it's a, we just really wanted to chat about it. But it kind of starts out as how he kind of rose to fame. Mm-hmm. So like being younger and like his obsession, like more of his dad's obsession with Man United and soccer and like kind of, I think it was instilling it in his son's a passion and a dream that he could never achieve. He was almost living vicariously through him. Yeah. And like even there was moments where like his dad is definitely the nicest person ever and it's so cute to see and everything and how proud he is and everything. But I do think there is like a limit on like... Yeah, I agree. There was... It was nearly too much at times. Yeah. And like the poor child, like maybe he didn't... Did he have a choice? Yeah, that's what I wondered. Like it was like literally from the age he was three, he was kicking a ball again, 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 do it again, do it again. And it wasn't kind of like, let's just go out and play. It was like, we're training, we're training, kick off your left, kick off your right, kick off your left, kick off your right. Corner, 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 do a corner, do a corner. Yeah. And it was a bit intense. And then like the mum was talking about how, you know, they always had arguments about after he'd come off a match and have played well. And it was like, oh, can you not just say he did well? He'd always have to like say something that he didn't do well. Yeah. And I, to an extent, I get that because like, if you're told you're great all the time, you'll get this kind of head. And yeah. But also you do need encouragement. Like he, he could have so easily given up and been like, I'm shit at this. I'm just going to yeah. give up. Like there's a very fine line between like keeping going, oh, you need to p- fix this. You need to fix that. And just giving like a small bit of you did that well. You know what yeah. I mean? Or even like, remember we trained for that? You did that really well. Yeah. Or like... um what do you feel you did well yeah. on today or like just a bit more of kind of like instilling a positive attitude not a negative attitude because like in sport and stuff like 80% of it is your head mm. like the rest is skills yeah so like if you can manage and it do, it really does show in in the documentary how much of it is in your head yeah, 100%. because it kind of goes on then and shows his growth of like going to Manchester and like Alex Ferguson talks on it and like I just lo- I like him anyway um, and I read a part of his book as well and I was like just drawn to it and his management styles and stuff like that but he said a, he, there was a quote he said and I was like that's so true he was like if you don't have hunger you don't have anything Yeah. so like you can't achieve anything he yeah. said and like that's so true as well and it just kind of showed your drive is what's pushing you yeah. to keep going and like, if you don't enjoy something yeah. you're not going to there's going to be no drive no clearly yeah there clearly was, was massive drive yeah there Um, but like it does 100% just going back on what you said it does 100% show the whole mentality of it because he talks about getting with um, Victoria. Victoria and all that so kind of stuff cute. and like her telling him the day before one of the biggest matches ever yeah. that they were pregnant yeah. and how that got to him yeah. and like she was kind of like oh I didn't even realise yeah. like I thought it was so <laughs> funny she was like she actually came across really well I really liked her in it and she even said like I don't ha- I don't I'm not interested in football then and I'm not interested in football now yeah. and she's like married to the one of the best players in the world 
Like, yeah. I think it's just so funny. Yeah. <laughs> she just like does her own thing. And I kind of appreciate that. And I like that she's like her own person. And yeah. She's not just like a wag. Yeah. Exactly. You know what I mean? She's yeah. like, she was a pop star and now she's a fashion designer. And, yeah. you know. And even she made like a good remark and was like, look, I didn't just want to get with a footballer because they were famous. She said, I don't mean to sound cocky, but I had that myself. Yeah, so yeah. you knew that that wasn't the thing. Yeah. Like, okay, yeah, he was one of the best players in football at the time and stuff like that. But like, that she wasn't the reason. She just liked him. And yeah. I loved how they both said, I just fancied each other. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was so cute. But um, basically, the way the story kind of goes is that he gets asked to play for England in the World Cup. Yeah. And they get really far. They get to the final. The last 16. That game, I think, is the last 16 That's the final. The final of the World Cup. They were about to win the World Cup against Argentina. Oh, was it? Yeah. Sorry, why did I have like a blip there? Maybe, I don't know. Anyway. So they're literally in the final of the World Cup against Argentina. Yeah. And they're playing or whatever... And it's like this big, massive deal. And this Argentinian player, don't mm-hmm. remember his name, but... Um, it, it's gone from my brain now. Anyway, he like trips David over and then like holds David down. And David goes to like, he's lying on his stomach and he goes with his like back leg to try and kick him. I don't think he makes any contact. No, he doesn't. But he gets a red card and is sent off. Yeah. England end up losing. Yeah. In the later interviews and stuff, the Argentinian player is interviewed and he was like, I don't even think it was meant to be a, a red card. It should, probably should have been a yellow. But I don't even think he hit me. Yeah. The trajectory <coughs> of that whole incident literally completely changed everyone's look on him. Yeah. And I think his player, or not his player, his coach of that team, Huddle. Huddle, yeah. He blamed the the failing of the match or the loss of the match on David. David being sent off. Now first, like I don't know that much about soccer but I would think I'm right in saying that just because one person's gone doesn't mean, like one person does not dictate the winning or losing of a team. We're a team. Like you're all supposed to be pulling your weight here so if I'm gone, like that doesn't mean we lose. Yeah, you guys should be playing. You're pulling your weight too. You know yeah. what I mean? That shit annoys me when it's like, oh, we're star players. Like we're a fucking team. I know, I know. And it's kind of like, even though he like he did like achieve a lot in the results of like a lot of teams uh, achieved a lot in the result of him playing mm. and like his impact on the game and like how he, how good he was able to score and like free kicks and stuff like that that led to goals okay mm. that's fine but like it didn't like if he was if he was the only person on the pitch he wouldn't win he wouldn't win exactly so, like, great point so why is that the reason that, that they he lost, lost? It just really riled me up. And so, as we know from previous incidents, like the Meghan Markle incident, the British media media is brutal. It's beyond brutal. It's actually disgusting. Disgusting. Quotes, um, stupidest player. They should call him Stupid Spice. Um, There was an incident where he was in the paper because he wore wore a kimono skirt and they started on holidays they started saying things like maybe if he was wearing a kimono he wouldn't have been able to kick like that like just fucking stupid shit but the the one thing that was just the worst one was when they had a dummy hanging of him but that was that was not the British media no it was the British media fan 
dictated that story and made the whole country turn on him. Yeah. The whole country. Yeah. They had a dummy wearing a Beckham jersey being hung. Yeah, from like a pub outside somewhere in London. Like it was actually disgusting. Death threats. Yeah. And um, spitting at him on the street. There was also like threats of abducting his new newly born baby and, yeah. and Victoria. So he was then absolutely paranoid. He was kind of saying like, I didn't really care what happened to me. It was the fact that if anything happened to Victoria, Victoria and my new baby. Yeah. Like that's what he was psychotic about. Like And what really annoyed Which is understandable. Yeah, exactly. What really annoyed me about it was that he was like, Oh, you know, um England are such a loyal country and we're so loyal to our team. And I'm like, Yeah, you're fucking loyal when you're winning. Yeah. And then you'll absolutely annihilate someone, someone when they make a mistake. Yeah. Yeah, it's always the way. Like, I remember it was England were playing in the World Cup recently and they went to penalties or something like that. And there was uh, one of the guys, he um, missed the penalty. And as a result of that, the, the amount of racist comments, it was everywhere, absolutely everywhere. Now, the fact that he was to take the last one, I think he was 18 or 19. I remember this. It was an absolute disgrace that he took the last one in the first place it should never have been him like the poor child he's only a kid he's going to the World Cup for the first time ever I think it was the first time he ever played for England and he was taking the final penalty when there was a panel of people who've been there playing for England for how many years and had such more experience why would you leave it down to an 18 year old it doesn't matter how skilled they are it's actually again 80% of it in your head like he didn't have the capacity to do that and the amount of threats and people booing the exact same thing that happened to David Beckham is And David Beckham was what, 22 at the time? Yeah. So basically every time he, so obviously he finished with England because the World Cup was over, went back to Manchester and every time he played an away game. An away game. Boo, boo, boo. If someone Screaming. like pushed him to the ground, they all went, yeah! Like yeah. like they had won a goal yeah, or like, got a goal. Yeah, they they were like purposefully trying to hurt him and like going in with such dirty tackles all the time. Singing Victoria Beck or Posh likes it up the bomb. Yeah. <laughs> like what the fuck? That's fucking disgusting. Yeah. Like, yeah. ew. And... But what I really loved about the whole thing was, is that he was like, fuck all of you. I'm using this as ammunition to play better. Yeah. So every time they like laughed at him or like booed him, he would score. And they'd be like, oh, fuck. Yeah. yeah. I loved that. Yeah. But what I just blew my mind about the whole thing was a year later at the or. The, no, no, no. It wasn't the World Cup again, because obviously that only happens for every four years. It was the next time of the World Cup. He was the captain. Yeah. I'm like, literally four years ago, you all want to, wanted to see him dead. Dead and his family. I just... It's <sighs> so hypocritical. And, the, and he was so delighted as well. And I was just like, that's how much it meant to him. Yeah. Like, you don't even realise. Like, he went through a lot. Like, you can only imagine how much in your head that you'd have to be mentally strong to deal with that. Like every single time he left the house, every single time, you know, he went to training. That was his work. His Mm. work-life balance, everything was just corrupted. Mm. And like the people then that had to, were only there for him was his family. And his teammates. Yeah, and and that's that's what he really said. He said that Manchester like saved him as well. Which is like needed. Yeah. And I loved that... um, 
like uh, energy of like they played Argentina again yeah and I love that energy where they were like like he didn't ask us to go after your man from the Argentina but we did anyway and uh, we're gonna make it known yeah (laughs) that was Roy Keane it was so funny yeah I liked I like that they were like stuck by each other and stuff you know what I mean yeah well I think like especially with Manchester that team was a real kind of like strong-minded team and like they were all equals. That's what the huge thing that they were trying to say. Sorry, didn't mean to. Was that they were all equals in the team and they like really supported each other. They knew the value of a team. Like if everyone had to kind of get along mm. in order for it to work. And, yeah. and like that was a, a huge Alex Ferguson thing that they instilled, you know. So yeah. there was no special treatment for certain players. Like everyone had to wear the same thing, you know. Like, yeah. But um, I think that's where also I really like you kind of learned about the whole influencer marketing kind of sparked off as well because mm-hmm. he got all these brand deals which he they said like not a lot of players were doing at the time yeah. like ones for Adidas and even if he was to do one with Adidas now it'd have to be like <clears throat> excuse me a few million and it was okay. like 50,000 yeah I just laughed at that and he yeah. was like and then I went off and I bought a car for 50,000 <laughs> I know that I was like mate you yeah. need to be saving but anyway I'm sure he did, he did fine I, I thought it was so funny as well where they were like um, oh everyone was like yeah. he never changed he never changed so down to earth so grounded Alex Ferguson oh yeah no he changed yeah <laughs> I loved it as well when Roy Keane was like, he bought a pen. Yeah. He bought a fucking pen. Who yeah. buys a fucking pen? Yeah. <laughs> a fancy pen. Ah, come on. Or when Gary Neville was like, um, what was he talking to Victoria in the bathroom with yeah. the light on all night? What would you be talking about? We're playing Liverpool in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> it was funny. It's actually like a funny kind of documentary yeah, as well. you know what it is? It just looks really relaxed. Yeah. It's not like, you know, they're afraid to say things. Yeah. And like they talk to certain people like I know that there was some beef between him and Alex Ferguson but like I was really kind of chuffed that Alex Ferguson actually came on and talked about it and that guy from LA Galaxy as well came on to talk about it and I was like these are all people he obviously you know has amended friendships with you know now but um, it says a lot about him I think yeah yeah definitely uh, really enjoyed it though. I yeah. think it's a rec- a good recommendation to somebody now. I think there's only five or six episodes. There's is only there? four. Four episodes. But yeah, they're, they're like an, an hour long. Yeah, they're an hour long. But um, they also do touch on the affair. Affair, yeah. And apparently there was an affair, but like in Madrid. David had an affair. But what I found interesting was there was no like, they were like, it was a really hard time for us. And it was the first time it felt like we were against each other and blah, blah, blah. But they never said whether it happened or not. No. There I, was no like, but I'm thinking. There had to be. If it didn't happen, you would have said it didn't happen. Yeah. So it obviously did happen. Yeah. I saw also a podcast talking about it and they were saying like who the person was and they showed like everything. So Alana's after just looking it up. Oh my God, I'm shook. Yeah, me too. So apparently the affairy was his assistant yeah. when he was in Madrid. Yeah. So I did know that. I didn't know that. Yeah. So, so they don't talk about this in the documentary. So her name was Rebecca Lowe. Okay. And she was English. Yeah. And she was her, his um, assistant the whole time he was away from like Victoria and the kids. And I'd say it was kind of like a thing of like, you know, because she wasn't around mm. and, you know, one thing, one thing led to another and this kind of started. But like, then she ended up kind of like, outing him, outing him, kind of wanted to out him without it being her. Yeah. So, so she claimed to be like a family friend or something. Who sources 
close to the family kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, exactly. So nearly like a, a royal spectacle yeah, type yeah, thing. Yeah. And um, they kind of said how like they gave her... Them, she gave them all the details into like when they first met and all. She these did a Sky News that was tell after all then interview. Yeah, so after then she did a t- tell-all interview, putting her face to the name oh, kind sorry. of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she didn't want to be the person, obviously, because she was going to get all this hate for it. And then she decides, you know what? For a hundred and fifty thousand euro, I think I will go on telly and tell everyone. So. <clears throat> That was like a massive deal and it was just massive then. It was huge. It's such a big deal for everybody to be like listening to this. I'd say Victoria was just like in absolute bits over this. And she went on even to say like things like, oh, how he would feed her strawberries in bed and like the first time they got with each other and... The texts he'd send her. uh, Yeah, and like just random stuff and like, did she have any evidence? Like... Did she have any text messages to show this or like... I don't know, but I do feel like it's true. I do feel like it's true. But then like two other people jumped on the bandwagon and were like, yeah, me too, me too. And it just seemed a bit for the money. Especially one, there was one, another one, and uh, it was like uh, he had gotten with her when he was with uh, Manchester. And like that could have been like two days before he met Victoria yeah you know what I mean like come on yeah. and she got like 40,000 for it yeah for the story like people were getting stupid money for these yeah. stories so like you know but there was another one uh, that opera singer Jenkins what's her first name uh, anyway head. that was a, a massive rumour as well that was swirled around but then she denied it so like see you just don't know what the truth is but like I'd I say feel he that was first story is definitely because true. that's the one they focused on in the documentary yeah. and as you said if it wasn't true they just I don't think they would have even talked about it yeah. like really they weren't going to give it the, its airtime. well if it wasn't true they'd talk about it and use it as a time to like clear the air this yeah. wasn't true yeah. but they didn't they just talked about how difficult it was and yeah. stuff like that and Correct me if I'm wrong now, do you remember if he commented really on that? He said uh, how he felt bad for hurting her. So he did. He, If you didn't, don't do something, yeah, you don't feel guilty yeah, for hurting yeah, someone. Yeah. So he did. But there was no like, yeah, it's true kind of thing. Yeah. But it, in you a know, roundabout way. Roundabout way, yeah, basically confirmed. But I didn't know she had 15 engagement rings. Sorry to like... The, what? Oh, oh my God. I saw a thing on TikTok... The amount of them. Why does she have 15? Oh, sure, like for special occasions, like. The last one that she wears in the documentary is 3.8 million euro. So he obviously gave her a ring maybe for like every anniversary. I'd say so. I bet you that's what he did. Yeah, he bought her one for like her on her 30th birthday, which was 1.8 million. Uh, Like they just get... Bigger and bigger and bigger. Like, you don't even see the band. You just see the the rock. Oh, my God. Yeah. See, I think I'll just be in the way. Yeah. Like, you'd like definitely smash it off something. No, don't get me wrong. I was looking at it. Every time she was talking, I was looking at it. I didn't even notice. Did you not? No. (laughs) So... This week's top topic of the week. We have something a bit different for you. A, diff- a bit different, a bit um, insightful. Insightful, yes. So 
the book I'm reading at the moment is the one that has been on our stories. So if you yes. want to go have a look or stay up to date on our lives, guys, you should be looking at our stories more. But it is an international bestseller by Gabor Mate, uh, When the Body Says No, It's ca- Called. So it's like the cost of hitting stress. Now, the cost of hidden? Hidden stress. Okay. So I think there's a few of them, but okay. this is this one. It's Exhibit a, it's a. It's the yellow one. Okay. Okay. So I'll just read a little bit at the back. So it says, "Can a person can a person literally die of loneliness? Is there a connection between the ability to express emotions and Alzheimer's disease? Is there such a thing as cancer personality?" Whoa. So that's crazy if you read that part. But the reason that I got this book now, also I. We've talked on the podcast before about books and the fact that we kind of both wanted to just read a little bit before going to bed or something like that to disconnect because, you know, your brain can get a bit fogged. So I would never have picked up this book, but it was that my counsellor told me to get it. And he was like, oh, you should get it and you can get it on audiobooks and stuff like that. But I just feel if I'm listening to something, it has to be a podcast or music. I'm not really interested in anything else. So I just said it would be a waste and I do want to read it. Mm -hmm. So I said, like, look, even if it is hard because I am dyslexic, there's lots of there is a lot of bigger words. Yeah, there is. And but I'm I'm dedicated to it now because the stuff is interesting. Okay. So the reason as well that I was recommended this book is because I've been going to counselling for a long time now, but I've drifted between different counsellors and the counsellor I'm at with the moment, I've been for two years now and he's amazing. Love it. So good. But he's your G. He's my G. And he said like the process or the stage I'm at now is to great to read this book and I was okay. like cool so it was kind of like I'm more aware of if I'm going to have a panic attack um, my it's like not symptoms but like triggers yeah and how I don't let it manifest to something bigger and that I have more control you control it it doesn't control you correct and then like if I end up having like a really bad stomach pain or something like that and I'm anxious, I know it's connected. Not like, I'm so chilled and I have really bad pain. Or like, there's so many people out there that are, you know, have marital issues and work issues and family issues and loads of different things and are then, because of stress, getting really unwell Mm -hmm. and people are like oh I just need to go to the doctor Yeah, but instead of going to the doctor they're not seeing the bigger picture of what's going on in their lives and seeing that maybe I need to speak to someone about the well-being of my head not the well-being of my body Yeah, you know it's trying to it's it's the body's way of kind of going help exactly exactly so this is what he was saying to me and that's why this book is really kind of talking into depth about that so there even there was just one line that I kind of wanted to that kind of made me think about it It was like prescriptions come from the outside and transformation occurs within Mm -hmm. so I was like that's so true if I was sick I'd be like put I need a prescription or I need an antibiotic or something but if I was like really like overstressed what am I doing Mm. you know am I going to talk about 
talk about it with somebody. Am I getting recommendations how to help myself? It tends to be in our society that people are like at the end of their tether before they do talk yeah, about it so- true, with somebody. True. So, um, yeah, it's a great book. I think it's uh, going to be like really insightful even though like I went to my counsellor yesterday and I said it did make me a little nervous and he was like why and I said just because of who the person I am I do live a bit in fear and I said that I was reading it going oh my god will I end up getting cancer now because of like issues that and then you're worrying and you're stressing yourself out more yeah exactly and then he was like Alana the reason that these people ended up getting sick was because of something you're already dealing with yeah he was like they they Didn't. suppressed it yeah. and pushed it down really far that the body started to kind of go, you know what, you've pushed it down too far now. It's co- it's going to come out some other, other way. way. And it's either like, it's talks about even a lot of inflammatory diseases like arthritis and like IBS and like irritable bowel or that's that the right. same thing, like bowel diseases and stuff like there that. There was skin conditions too. Yeah. Uh, what were the other ones? I'm trying to think. You read Diabetes. some of this. Yeah. Um, and doctors now are so quick to just throw you pills and like yeah. prescriptions and stuff like that, that I think it's, an absolute necessity to be more aware mm-hmm. because like they're just like putting over a piece of tape over a massive hole yeah you know it's not actually solving anything it's just yeah. a temporary thing until it bursts yeah for sure and I think like even in my own personal example like when I would like now I have to say like I could go through it is like seasonally um like affected seasonally as well yeah but I will say that like come a more stressful time my eczema flares up and that's not a coincidence yeah do you know what I mean like coming around exam like I remember when I did my leaving cert my eczema oh my god in in the crevices of my arms and it's during during the summertime as well and I remember you saying that your jumper was like irritating it so much but like it wasn't just your jumper it was the fact that you were stressed I was doing my leaving cert and like you see people even that their skin gets really bad during their leaving cert or like really stressful times and stuff like that and it's like an absolute flare up they're having because of stress yeah so like it's you can't like I think that's just like a very basic example of like how it can come out in external ways. Yeah, absolutely. So like I think it's like important for people to be aware of and like, you know, please don't think that there's something wrong with going to talk to somebody mm-hmm. because like, you know, I even said before to him, I was like, I feel kind of bad coming here and taking up some time because like you're definitely seeing people that are in worse situations. And he was like, you need to get that out of your head because your issues are your issues. Yeah. And like that doesn't change what people's issues are tomorrow or the next day or like people coming in right after you because they're just here to talk about it. And if that helps you, that helps you. And that's all that matters. And I was like, yeah, I suppose, I suppose. Like I'm just that kind of like type of person to be always thinking. They always say like, or he said to me, someone who thinks into the future has um or thinks in an in anxiety matter but somebody who's fixated on the past is um thinking in a depressive matter interesting so he said that to me yesterday and he said what you need to be doing is focusing on the present and he was like do you know what mindfulness is and i was like <clears throat> i was like yeah 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 a kind of and then i said 
actually, I think that a lot of people have a perception of mindfulness. (laughs) And we actually don't know the true meaning. Like, is mindfulness like going to yoga and like journaling and going for walks and things like that? Or is mindfulness something in particular? Like it is one topic. And he was like, that's a good question. He said like, now I'm not a specialist in mindfulness, but I've gone to mindfulness workshops and it is yoga and it is all those things. But he was like, it's not thinking about what I'm doing tomorrow. It's being in the present. Yeah. yeah. It's not about like, he said like when he comes into work, he sits down and he said, I have to be mindful because I'm talking to somebody who has, they're talking about their issues. If I'm thinking about what, what we're going to have, have for dinner, dinner or stuff like that, I'm not in the moment and I'm not doing my job. Yeah. So I'm, I have to force myself to do this because that's my job. And I was like, do you think that this is a habit now? that you have formed a habit that you come in through these doors and you sit down and you're forced to be mindful. Like it's nearly like um, a a habit now. And he was like, maybe it is, I don't know. And I said, if I was to practice it, can I practice it in a way of like, okay, at at the end of the day, before I go to bed, I will try and be present. And he was like, but that's thinking into the future. So you're still doing again. You're being, you're still like fixating on what you should be doing and like you're not thinking of what you should be doing now and I was like yeah but this seems so hard like how can I do this and he said it takes a long time it takes you will find yourself being like you know pulling yourself back going like no focus now talk now you know listen to and he said like even mindfulness is listening to the person in front of you Mm. and not kind of drifting off and being like shit like I also have to go to the pharmacy and I have to go to the bank and sorry what did you say yeah like that's not being mindful yeah so I was like oh right okay and he said even if it is like going for a walk and listening to a podcast and listening to what they're saying not going shit I better walk home faster now because I have to put the washing on I have to do this I have to that he said that's not being mindful and it's a waste I was like okay okay so look I think that is really fucking tricky I think it's so hard I feel like I'm constantly like I could be listening to like the radio and like completely thinking about 120 things and I said like as a person, I said I'm quite disorganized. So I nearly have to be always thinking like in the future or in the ahead so I can be organized. Mm. So I'd be like, okay, so I have to do this, I have to do that in order to get to the gym at five o'clock today. Yeah. So like, I thought that was like a good thing. And he was like, it's a good thing to an extent, but your brain becomes nearly addicted to that that way and it starts to think of like okay well I have to work today or I have to put in extra shifts today even if your body's screaming at you to say no you're not able to you've put extra shifts today because you have the bills that are coming out at the end of the month and those you need that and you need this and you, and it's like always living in fear yeah not enjoying what you're doing mm. or like there's always a alternative reason to what you're doing instead of like I'm going to work because I have to go to work not because oh my God, there's so much more to it. And then... Yeah, but... Like, nobody maybe goes to is work. a bad, yeah, bad yeah. example. But it's like... It, for, okay, I'll give a better example. Going to the gym. Yeah. Instead of 
going to the gym because I have a wedding. Yeah, yeah okay. I have a wedding in two years time or whatever, for example. And I need to look amazing for then. It's like go to the gym because it's giving you sanity now. Yeah. Or like it's making you feel good or you should be proud that you went today or like things like that. Yeah, like, rather than this end goal about looking good for this yeah, wedding. And you didn't go once and now you, you're giving out to yourself. Yeah. But you went like 10 times last week or the week before or over the past month you went once. And like give yourself that credit. So, um, you know, it's just interesting. It will be a challenge. I think it's mm. like inter- like I'm going to have to force myself, you know, to try and be more mindful. And like, I think just being more aware yeah. of I this, think you when know? people think, oh, mindfulness, yoga, meditation, blah, blah, blah. That kind of stuff is in conjunction with mindfulness because it puts you in a situation to stop and focus on the now. Yeah. So it's almost like an activity that makes you be mindful. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. yeah. Like when you're journaling, you're talking about like the moment. How yeah. do I feel right now? You yeah. know. What? And like, if, you know, if you're writing anything down and you see a dog walk past or whatever, you're like, oh, that's it. And you're like, what was I saying? Like that little kind of um, distraction takes mm. you away from what you were thinking at that moment. So you're again forced to think in the moment to write whatever you need to write. Mm. It's just interesting. Yeah. But Dave wants to read the book now yeah. as well after. Now, I, I'm i very slow and he said to me like, look, I haven't actually read much since the last day, but I haven't found the time to be honest. Like, But the language is hard and he did say that. Um, actually, read a few of the chapters there. The names of the chapters. Yeah, don't mind. A few of them are a bit funny now, but they're kind of... The way the book is written as well is kind of like he gives... Um, stories and backgrounds into people um, like in each chapter so it's like oh Natalie she, this was her background this that and the other and kind of like what her story behind you know everything and she ended up getting arthritis and like she, he kind of just talks about like then them coming to him to talk and like back like issues that could have happened in her childhood that she never knew about and I think it's just really trying to push to talk. Some of the chapters, The Power of Negative Thinking, yeah. Biology of Belief, Biology of Loss, Seven A's to Healing. Yeah, um, I, I can't wait to get to that. <laughs> yeah, Never Good Enough, Stress, Hormones, Repression and Cancer. That'll be um, interesting. Is There a can- Cancer Personality? Um, It's All in Her Head, Buried Alive. Like, so I think yeah. those ones are stories. Yeah, I think so too. But like, even when I was reading it, there was like, my counsellor even said to me things like, oh, you know, um, you might find some of your personality traits in here. And I was like, really? And he was like, it tends to be a lot of people who are like, you know, people pleasers. And, you know, people who kind of go bend over backwards for others and that wouldn't even be okay with them. Or, you know, like just not prioritizing themselves or like there's certain personalities that they'll say like or people who aren't standing up for themselves Mm -hmm. or like it seems to be a common thing that in the book that the same types of person people are having the same type of personalities and I think that's why they're focusing in on this that they're not talking and they're suppressing and you know um, they end up getting unwell and every every single person then is like oh I went to the doctor I went to the hospital and like all of them are trained in the medical mind of like 40 years of the same practice of like you know if I have 
a knee injury, it's arthritis and now you're on these tablets and that's it. Mm-hmm. Or like going to a physio and stuff like that. Like all of those things help, but has anybody asked, you know, What's was there any on? trauma yeah. or was there anything that happened in the past and stuff like that? So I wish it was more done. I never knew about any of this, yeah. to be honest, until this book. And I've talked about mom, talked about it with mom. And she's a nurse, so she and she was like, I think I should read it. But she said it is hard for someone in a medical mind to read it as well. I just think though, like it's it's not the book saying you don't need tablets. All you need is to talk. Yeah, that's not what it's saying. Yeah, but it's saying let's con- do that in conjunction. Yeah, instead of re- solely relying on these tablets and going, it's kind of working. Yeah, there's obviously another like there's obviously another repressed reason or something happening. And I think just everyone needs to be. Yeah sorting out their issues like even Emma said that she was going to read it as well and she's a nurse as well and I think it's just interesting so just a book to recommend to you guys if you want if you're ever interested in something like that um, and you have the time you know I know it's quite it is quite a deep book Mm. um, but knowledgeable yeah and I feel like as well as as someone who's a reader it's fun to like mix those kind of books into like fun fiction books so you're not reading like self-help back to back and you're like fuck me you know what I mean it's It's just like fiction self-help fiction and it's like able to yeah like the last book um, I read was The Summer I Turned Pretty and I love that and now I'm like switching up again and the next one I'll read is like a fun romantic one Summer I Turned Pretty Part 2 yeah (laughs) But uh, yeah, just we thought it'd be a good thing to talk about um, to give you some insightful knowledge as well because we didn't know about it either. Yeah. So uh, loving it. And also stay up to date on our um, socials because we do post a lot more now and we have like our little icon which yeah. is uh, the darker haired one is Alana and the blonder haired is Ava and um, just giving you a little insight into our week and yeah like exactly that. so like what things we will be talking about throughout the podcast the following week yeah. or things you can go sti- back and be like oh I saw her at the spa yeah exactly yeah um, just to give you more of an insight into our lives but that's this week's podcast I hope you really enjoyed it again as always um, if you have any questions or anything let us know and we will always try and like follow up on them or um, answer them <laughs> <laughs> also um, if you're not already give us a follow on this yeah come um, on guys I'm sure there's definitely people out there who there's like, a lot listen. of people I know I, I'm calling you out now there's a lot of people who are listening who aren't following yeah, follow so. us stay up to date there's loads of links that we have as well that give you really easy access to listen to us yeah so thanks so much for listening guys we will see you next week bye guys bye, bye.